glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Jesus was the express image of God's substance. So then, Jesus was called the Word of God, so the Word of God is the exact expression of God's substance. It is the substance of God. It is His divine energy. It is His divine power. It is God's manifestation on the earth. Jesus was the Word in person form. And He showed you what the Word could do in flesh, blood, and bone form upon the earth to destroy the works of the devil and bring the manifestation of God's power. Romans chapter 1 verse 20, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even the eternal power and the Godhead. Now we've talked about here the eternal power, the word of God, Now, we clearly understand the eternal power of God through his word, through it being related as a seed in Mark, the fourth chapter, Jesus said, the sower soweth the word. Now, whether you realize this or not, for years I didn't understand it. But it's very plain right there in Matthew, the 13th chapter, it says he opened his mouth in parables and spoke things that had been kept secret from the foundation of the world. So in these parables were things that had been kept secret from the foundation of the world. But sometimes because we tend to separate the natural from the spiritual, we miss it altogether. And what Jesus did in the parable of the sower, he started talking about a sower went forth to sow. What did he sow? He sowed words. The sower soweth the word. And the word was the seed. Now link this with what Paul's saying. You can understand the invisible things of God by the things that are made. A seed, you can see it. Every farmer has faith in the seed. I mean, in that seed is the ability to produce a plant exactly like the one that that seed came from. It has the ability to do that. It is the substance of things desired. Now, when a farmer goes out here to plant corn, and he plants a bushel to the acre, or however much he plants, he doesn't want a bushel of corn to the acre. If he did, he'd just keep the one he planted. No need of planting it if you're just going to get a bushel back. Might as well eat it. But he plants the seed knowing that there is power in that seed to produce much more. A hundredfold return. So the substance is in the seed. Now let me take you mentally over to the scripture where Jesus said in Luke 17, verse 5 and 6, the apostles came to him and said, Lord, increase our faith. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say, to the sycamine tree. Be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. He's telling you that faith works like a seed. The divine energy of God has in it the seed to cause the manifestation 
of God's divine power so that you can be a partaker of the divine nature of God, entering into the provisions that God has made through His eternal Word. They belong to you. They're yours. Somebody said, well, why is it that so many people never enter into it? Same reason the children of Israel never entered into the promised land. Many of them belonged to them. It was theirs. God gave it to them. He even assigned a special angel to keep them in the way and lead them to the place that God had prepared for them. But thousands of them died in the wilderness and never did see the promised land. Was it because it wasn't God's will? Oh, no. It was God's will. It was because of their disobedience. In fact, Hebrews chapter 4, Paul said that it was because they wouldn't mix any faith with the Word of God. Now listen to this. This is the reason why many people never enter into God's provision. They won't mix any faith with the Word of God. Jesus said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the obstacle that's in your path, be plucked up, be planted in the seed. Jesus said, it would obey you didn't say it obey God, said it would obey you because he gave you his eternal promise. It would obey you. Now you hear people all the time say, well, you're not going to catch me talking to the tree. No, and you're not going to catch the tree moving either. The problem is, though, they do talk to the tree. They say, whoa, tree, you're getting bigger. You always hinder me. You're always in my way. I never am able to do what I want to do because this tree just gets bigger. How many of you know he wasn't talking about trees anyway? He's talking about problem areas in your life. The same as he was talking about in Mark eleven twenty three. He wasn't talking about moving the Rocky Mountains. He's talking about mountains of problems that you face in life. Whosoever shall say to it, be removed, be cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. What's he going to believe? Believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass then he shall have whatsoever he saith. If he believe and doubt not in his heart. See, in his heart. That's where faith works, is in the heart. It won't work in the head. It works in the heart. Paul says the way you get faith in your heart, he said you get the word in your mouth. What saith it? The righteousness which is of faith says the word is nigh me, in my mouth and in my heart. It's nigh you. It's in your mouth and then it's in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Paul called the Word of God the Word of Faith. It is the eternal Word of God. It is filled with faith. So we understand then that the Word of God has in it a seed. That seed is capable of producing the very thing the promise said. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. There is enough power, divine energy of God in that promise to cause the manifestation of it in every individual that will ever believe it and act upon it. It'll work. It'll work every time. Now, some people get offended because it didn't work as quick as they wanted it to. Let me tell you something, folks. Don't ever base your faith on experience. Base it on the Word of God. What you experience in life never changes God's word. See the parable of the sower. Jesus said the seed that was sown on the stony ground, it came up quickly. But when the sun was up, it was scorched because it had no root. And it withered away 
And when he explained that, he said they got offended at the word. They got offended at the word. God's word promised this, and I experienced this, so they got offended at the word of God. Whatever you experience in life never changes God's word. But God's word will always change your experience in life if you'll hold fast to it. You may not think it worked when it ought to. But just like any farmer knows that when he plants a seed and that thing is covered up and you look across that field and you don't see corn the first (laughs) or wheat or anything. He says, man, I got it all planted. I got a good, he just sees a good crop out there because he knows what the earth will do. He knows that the earth is designed to cause the manifestation of that which he planted. Now, let me point something out to you that's very important. The soil does not determine what is raised in that field. The seed you planted determines what comes up there. Now, I want you to get this because it's important. Many people are sowing ragweeds and cuckleburrs and bawling and squalling because they didn't get wheat. Well, the Lord knew what I meant. How are they planting the seed? Jesus said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. Tells you two great faith secrets in that verse of Scripture. Faith works like a seed. The way you plant it is to say it. Now connect that with what the Apostle Paul said in Romans, the 10th chapter. The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and then in thy heart. See, it won't get in your heart. It won't be planted until you speak it. It won't be indelibly imprinted there. It won't get in you until you speak it. And you study the whole 10th chapter of Romans and you conclude like I did that when Paul said in verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing. The word so means because of what I've said in the preceding verses, then we conclude that faith comes by hearing the word of God. Out of your own mouth. The implication is out of your own mouth because that's what he talked about. The word is nigh thee, it's in your mouth, and then it's in your heart. Now, you take the word of God, the word of promise. That's what he's talking about. What saith the righteousness which is of faith? He says the righteousness which is of faith says, Jesus is not here. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. How am I going to get my needs met? He said, the righteousness which is of faith says, the word of promise is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which I preach. In other words, the word will do the same thing that Jesus would have done if he were here. The word will still bring the manifestation of God's power in the earth today the same as if Jesus were here himself. Can you see that? Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before we leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that our offer all of this week will be book offer number 7506. It's called Changing the Scene and Shaping the Unseen. 57-page paperback for $7 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $10. Changing the Scene and Shaping the Unseen. Now, what are we talking about? We're talking about changing what you see now. Somebody said, well, you know, I'm in lack. I don't have enough. I have a month left over at the end of my money. 
Well, that's what's seen. But we're talking about changing what is seen and shaping the unseen. What is it you don't see? You don't see yourself with abundance. Why? Because you're confessing the wrong things. That's the root problem of it. Of course, it may be several things involved in it. But the Word says, Paul said in Romans 10, the Word is nigh you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. That is the Word of faith which we preach. Now, Jesus said, if you give, it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men give unto your bosom. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you. But somebody said, well, I tried that and it didn't work. Well, it won't work if you try it. You do it and just keep on doing it because it's what the Word says. Then you change what is seen. When Jesus said, Whosoever shall say to the mountain, Be removed, be cast in the sea, doubt not his heart, believe what he saith, and will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. He was not just making up scriptures to fill in the Bible. And he didn't tell you that to make it that way. He told us that because that's the way it works. It is the law of faith. What you speak and proclaim and declare daily over a period of time will get in your heart and produce after its own kind. Whether you're saying, I'm going broke, or you're saying, I have abundance, if it's based on the promise of God. That's offer number 7506, Changing the Seen, Shaping the Unseen, 57-page paperback. For $7 plus $3 postage and handling, toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the devil is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.